Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hello, hello, hello. Hey. Welcome, girl. It's a treat. I was wondering if I was going to be able to catch up with you, even if it was for a nanosecond. (laughs) Yep, I got a little bit of time. Okay. All right. So I won't make this whole intro that long. Welcome, guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I is going to recap both the young and the restless and the bold and beautiful in the time that we do have today. It's a busy weekend for everybody. Um, Trish had a shower she had to do for her niece today, so she is um, unavailable. So I said, hmm, let me see if my girl Keisha is available to talk soaps for a minute. <laughs> I am available for a little bit. Yes. All right. All right. So um, what we normally do is talk to Young and the Restless in the first half of the show, the bold and the beautiful in the second half of the show. And then we usually do the flip the script segment, which if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change, that's where we flip the script. So let's go ahead and talk about the week of July 4th through July 8th. Yes, the 8th. Um, so on the young and the restless summary, and then we'll break it down right quick. Um, Victoria reclaimed the throne of Newman Enterprises. Nick decided to rejoin Newman. Ashlyn implied that he and Adam should work together to get revenge. Chelsea and Chloe in their collab. Imani is scheming to kind of get some time along with Nate. Allie and Noah almost kissed and Tessa postponed her tour. All right, so where do you want to start, girl? Uh, I guess we can start with the the small ones with Tessa and Mariah, Tessa's tour. Yeah, so what do you think about that? So they came up with this whole story of her having vocal cord nodules, which do you think is going to end her career? It, it was up in the air when they left, left the scene. Yeah, uh, I don't think it'll end her career. I think maybe it was an excuse to keep her in town mm-hmm. because they had been talking about her tour starting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that was the way um, um, an, an excuse they used to be able to keep her in town a little bit longer. Which really, I feel like they could have just gone the route of. They're, they want to adopt, so that's the reason she decided to not go on tour. Right, right. So, but look like uh, they're even trying to get away from that too, because when they brought up the whole adoption thing, they're like, "Eh, we put that on the back burner." Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure what the point of that is. That was just a way for them to try to come up with another, um, I don't know, storyline for the two of them, or mm, not sure where they're going with it. Yeah, that's kind of, that was weird. I don't know. Um, But like you say, um, I think they tried to go one way, but I don't think they know where they want to go with that storyline. So they pretty much just left it like open-ended. Yeah. So, all right. I thought for a second, mm-hmm. I thought for, 
like when they first started talking about her going back on tour, I was thinking that maybe that was their way of getting her off screen for a little while because they do that with her, it seems like, mm -hmm. where is the excuse of she's away on tour and that's why we haven't seen her. Mm -hmm. but, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. All right. So what do you think about the whole thing with Chelsea and Chloe ending their collab? That was another thing that just they seem to abruptly throw together. <clears throat> like, they went through this whole thing about with her and Chloe, um, well, with Chloe mm -hmm. doing what she did, working with Adam so that Chelsea had something to come home to. And then the drama with her and Sally and Chloe working together. And then the drama with it just being her and Chloe and they basically Sally out of the company and now all of a sudden she's she doesn't want to do design anymore after they um, got Lauren to agree to bring her on to design for Lauren's uh, line and now she's taking a break from design like that's to me that's weird because Chelsea has always been about her fashion line so I'm like why did it just doesn't none of it makes that whole thing doesn't make sense to me it doesn't. And then from what I saw, just to give kind of a tidbit on a spoiler, Chelsea mm -hmm. is also trying to get involved with um, Billy's podcast. So yeah. it's like, what are y'all doing? And then on the flip side with Chloe, Chloe is now considering the whole thing of being COO at Newman Media, but because now Victoria is back, which means that you know, uh, Adam is going to be out, period. And he is going to make a decision next week in regards to his employment choices. Mm -hmm. Victoria can also kick Sally to the curb, which that conversation also comes up next week as well. So where does that lead Chloe and Chelsea? I mean, Chelsea is going, giving up design and trying to help Billy with the podcast. And now she thinking she got a new opportunity over at Newman Media that's probably not going to come to fruition. Yeah, and and that was that's the other thing, too. Um, Chelsea had that offer to design for Marchetti, so now she's right. got, now that's not happening anymore either? Like, yeah, yeah, she said that yeah. yesterday in yesterday's episode that, you know, she is um deciding to turn to turn uh Kyle and Summer down. I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't get where the writers are going with that. Mm -mm, me either. It's like they introduced a couple of different avenues of that storyline to go down and then they took none of them. Right. <laughs> I mean it's so. just stupid to me. So mm -hmm. I don't know where that's going to end up. I mean, next week is going to be real crazy. I, I will tell you that much. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, another thing is I feel like they don't know what to do with Chelsea now because remember how if it seemed like they were giving off the vibe of maybe Chelsea was going to go after Kyle. Mm -hmm. First it was uh, Ray, then, mm -hmm. now, then Kyle. Now it seems like maybe... They're trying to possibly put her and Billy in a situation just from that little mm -hmm. uh, the little look that she gave after she left from talking with Billy. Well, that's the crazy thing. She's in the same position that Paris from Bold and Beautiful is. They tried it with this person, tried it with that person, tried it with that person, and 
I don't know what they're going to do with Chelsea. Chelsea had left. I know she went to have her baby last year when that whole, you know, poisoning situation happened with Ray. She took some time off when they sent her to Minnesota or the character. And then she came back. Yeah. You know, and now I think they were going to try to move Ray and her together. But when they decided to cut Ray, that threw that whole story, that threw her own storyline in an uproar. You know what I'm saying? You know, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. No, I honestly think that the writers were going to go down a direction with her and Ray getting together, which break up Sharon and Ray. But mm-hmm. when I guess maybe the execs decide to say, and eh, we're just going to cut the Ray character, that's through the writer's pathways right out the window. Yeah. I, you know, it would have been a, a good story, would have been so the drama with her and Chelsea, mm-hmm. or with Chelsea and uh, Chloe. Mm-hmm. Um, ends up like breaking up their partnership, and then Chelsea decides to go design for Marchetti. And with the stuff that's going on, um, with Newman Media and Newman and Victoria coming back, mm-hmm. Adam goes back to the role that he was in. And, um, let's say they get rid of Sally for whatever reason, Sally goes back to designing, and she's and she teams up with Chloe. That that's been, possible. That would have. I think that would have been a, a great storyline for for them because now Chloe or not Chloe, um, Chelsea and Sally are back at being competitors or you know what I mean working mm-hmm. at, working against each other. Their yeah. drama basically comes back. But, yeah, that's a good point, but it depends on what direction they're going to go in because uh, I'm. I will say that it's looking like Sally is going to be without a job next week. Yeah. So, because, I mean, it's just so unfortunate. I watched Monday's episode, and I felt so bad for some folks. Mm-hmm. And, but, 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 because, you know, we want, I, I want to make sure we try to stay on track to make sure your schedule is respected, but We'll talk about that in a minute. Let's get Imani and Nate out of this thing, out of the situation. Imani is, I don't, I know it makes for good drama, mm-hmm. but at the same time, and I honestly think Nate and Imani looks good together. I just, she's bringing the old Hillary back. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. She's got some of that same. A little bit of that same personality. I don't feel like she's as I feel like Hillary was a little more cutthroat. Mm-hmm. I think Amani is more sly. Or right, she is with some of the stuff that that she does. Right, that makes sense. I totally agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying her character. I think yeah. her, you know what she's doing is kind of kind of crappy, but I. I, I like that the storyline is going on because it gives um, Nate and Elena more, you know, some action right now. Because right. I, I don't feel like they've ever really, other than like the cheating storyline mm-hmm. they had mm-hmm. with Elena, mm-hmm. they haven't really had much, much else going on. Right. I agree. Yeah, they kind of needed to kind of spice this thing up and bring Armani on board to kind of cut into that relationship. 
Mm-hmm. It does bring for some drama and it's pissing Amanda off. Yeah. So, so I can yeah, I can understand that. Now what do you think about Allie and Noah? Do you you like them two together? Yeah, I think they're um I think they're cute and I like how they didn't just fall into bed like we see a lot of couples do on the soaps. They're like taking their time with um putting the two of them together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're both very sweet people. I mm-hmm. think a cute little matchup. I just and I, I we talked about this on the podcast, not you and me, but mm-hmm. um, Trisha and I talked about this last week. I honestly believe that there is something else nefarious going on with Allie. Why? Well, the thing is, she can't stay sweet too long or else she's going to end up like Lola. People are going to find her boring or whatever. And the thing is, is that I like the fact that she's a sweet girl for Noah. Mm -hmm. But knowing how the soaps work, in order to keep her relevant, she got to have something that comes along with her. Mm. I mean, I could be wrong, but I just, a lot of... You know, I would say there's quite a few people that's thinking that there's more to meets the eye when it comes to Allie. Because we still got her mama out there who... That's my guess was going to be, was that maybe her drama comes into play with her mom coming into town. Because her, her for whatever reason, her, her mom don't have a good relationship. Exactly. So it's got to be something else that comes along with her. You know, it's one thing if they just brought her in town. She's a sweet, lovable girl that's Jack Abbott's granddaughter and she meets Noah Newman and you know Noah finally finds somebody he can connect with that's great but I just think there's a lot of missing and moving parts when it comes to her because she was adamant about not coming to General City not taking a job and now all of a sudden she's relishing in the Abbott family you know acceptance which is fine Mm-hmm. But knowing how the soap operas work, it's always something where the shoe usually drops. Yeah, I I really feel like it's going to be her. Like, I don't think that she is shady or up to something. Mm-hmm. But I think her, I think they're going to bring her mom to town at some point and it's going to cause some type of drama. Either More that than- is going to happen or Noah's ex mm-hmm. is going to come into town. It's something going to happen with that. Yeah. So I agree with you on that. Okay. Let's go ahead and dive into this whole thing at Newman. Mm -hmm. Victoria, and you sent me a message, and I totally agree, and I think we talked about this last week or the last couple weeks. They acting like that dude is going to be dead broke. That man got money outside of the $500 million that, of course, Newman ends up getting back. Mm -hmm. Um... I just, I like the drama. I really do. And only reason, because I know a lot of people are, you know, are kind of championing the fact that Victoria bested him. Mm-hmm. But, and she's she's this eternal victim when it comes to this, but you started it. You and your father started this mess. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you did find out the truth midway the the course of this whole thing, you still stayed in it. So mm-hmm. much so that you tried to keep it from coming out. Billy tried to release the information. Gaines tried to release the information. Uh, Nick uncovered the information. And you still 
went on to marry this guy and do everything else. You knew what he was capable of. Yep. You know, and y'all came in the door first with the whole heart attack leverage that um, Victor had over him. If I only call the paramedics when you're in the middle of a heart attack unless you sign over a contract to Syaxeries, which is now Newman Media. Right. And then Victoria coming in knowing that of course the whole thing about him dying she thought that hey I can get up under his skin I can carry your legacy over she fell in love with this man thinking and taking over his company thinking like ah, he ain't gonna be around that long anyway mm -hmm. and now when it blew up in their face now they want to be butthurt about it so yeah. I have I have zero I have zero sympathy for what happens <laughs> to this situation thing What's your Thank thoughts? You. I don't want to. I don't want to go ahead. What's your thoughts? Um. So, the whole the way this whole thing played out to me mm -hmm. again something else that doesn't make sense was how the writers did it because Ashton was leaving town. Yep. He was leaving town at one point. Victoria convinced him to stay. Yep. And then she convinced him to take the money, the the five hundred mil. Mm -hmm. one that convinced him to take that money and then that they were just gonna run away together or whatever if I remember correctly I'm gonna have to go back and watch those episodes I do that. remember the part where you just said that because he was packed up ready to go and she was also the one that convinced him to take the money all for you to do all this so go ahead yeah so it, it, so what was your like what I didn't, what I don't understand was, what was the point in trying to convince him to stay, mm -hmm. to take that money, mm -hmm. to, and then she, she tricked him that one time into thinking that they were getting back together, they weren't getting back together. Mm -hmm. So then, he's getting ready to leave town again, and once again, she tries to, she convinces him that she wants to get back with him. Mm -hmm. He could get the rest of the the other two hundred and fifty million to give back to her father. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, he didn't want. He wasn't going to take the money in the first place. That was your fault. That was you your idea, exactly. So now you're doing this whole scheming thing with him just so you could get the other two hundred and fifty million that he never asked for. Like he didn't go to Victor or Adam and say, "I'll leave town if you pay me." That was their idea. Exactly. So you went through all of that just to get him to turn over the other two hundred, the other half of the money that Victor gave him, and it's like I feel like the writers either forgot how it got set up, mm -hmm. or they were going one direction and then suddenly changed their mind and made it to where this was all a scheme that Victoria cooked up. Because it that whole, it just doesn't make sense. It why why didn't she sense. just let him go the first time? Exactly. He was leaving. He was leaving town not once but twice. He was ready to walk away from all of this. Yeah. And in both situations, she talked him in the stand. The second time, she talked him not only getting back with her, but uh, I'm gonna go with you. Right. You know. <laughs> and then the whole thing, like you said, with the money that he didn't even want the money. Right. He you told him, oh yeah, you know, take it and do this, that, and the third, and then you want to act, you want to grandstand, meaning Victoria, 
the way that this was written, they had her grandstanding like she did this big old thing. You set it in motion only to look like with smoke and mirrors that you came out victorious. Yeah. It's just, I don't like how they did that. It makes for good TV. I know maybe we might be thinking too much into it. But I don't think we are, though. I don't I think, think we are, though. It was just, it was the way they wrote it to me. It just, it would make no sense whatsoever. Right. Had she done that, had it been a situation where um, Ashlyn asked for that money or somehow blackmailed his way into getting that money, then it would have made sense. But he never asked for it. He never, you know, asked for a payoff. He was going to leave town without it. Victoria convinced him to take it. And then Victoria schemed her way into making him give it back. Like, the way they wrote it to me, just it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Here's another thing that they really threw us off on, too, is that remember when Victoria was in New York mm -hmm. and she got that text message saying everything was in motion. Then mm -hmm. they turn around and made it look like we didn't know who was sending their text message or she was who she was sending to. Come to find out yesterday in so many words when they kind of had Ashlyn talk about this to Adam. It was Victor that was planning this whole thing. He knew all about it all the time. Yeah, but it, and it made that was the other thing I didn't understand because when Victor was talking to Nicholas and Nikki, he made it seem as if he didn't know what was right. Happening. Right. Oh, so, like did did Victor know or didn't he know? Like y'all got to make up y'all mind which direction y'all going with this. Right. Because I thought maybe because at first it was like people were saying maybe it was Michael. I thought maybe she was working with Michael too. Um, but it wasn't that. And then come out yesterday, you know, you know who was behind this. I mean, he set all this in motion and worked. It. He knew what was going on, and the fact that he continued. I don't. Here's my issue. And I, you know, I don't want to dig too deep just to respect of time. But the thing is, is that Adam, and this is what I, you know, I'm kind of agreeing with you on Sally, because mm -hmm. as much as I'm looking for a redemption story for both of them, right? Mm -hmm. Adam knows his family more than anybody. And Sally, not only once, twice, but even she tries again on Monday to let, to act like he is misunderstanding who Victoria, Nick, Victor, and Nikki is. And it's like, you, that man has been around the Newman family for the past, what is this, 14 years. Because he came onto the scene in 2008. For mm -hmm. the past 14 years. And you just came into town within the past year. And you act like you know these people. And that he's misunderstanding them. A lot of this. Granted Adam made the final decision. To go ahead and I'm going to work at Newman. And I'm going to be the CEO. And all this kind of stuff. Because he wanted to walk away from this. Four months ago. Mm -hmm. When he told Sally. No nah, I think I'm done. And she talked him into it. Yep, like, no. What you say? I said, yep, she, she convinced him to stick it out. Exactly. And then now, even with the conversation, because there's a conversation that happens between him and Victor, that girl is still like, well, you never know. You gotta, you don't want to, are you sure you want to do this with your family? And I'm like, girl, sit down. Shut mm -hmm. up. 
This man should have been away from Newman Enterprises doing his own thing a long time ago. But listening to you, and granted, it was his decision, so he's got to take accountability for his choice. But mm -hmm. it's like, look at where it got you. Now, both of y'all about to be out of a job. Right. What's your yep. thoughts on that? Nope, I agree with you. I, he should have moved on when... Um, Back when he said, I think I just need to do my own thing mm -hmm. and not get, basically not get sucked back into this. Because he knew, so even though they didn't include Adam on Victoria's little plan, mm -hmm. he knew he knew the deal because he said it to Sally. He was like, mm -hmm. I know, I know that he's just doing this to try to get Victoria back, but I'm going to prove him wrong. Right. Um, I can I can run this company and I'm going to make it to where he's not going to want to bring Victoria back. And that's why I I don't know. I feel bad for Adam, but I don't because he got to take account of it. Yeah, right. you saw this coming a mile away. Yep. So don't act surprised now. Don't act you know all hurt and pissed off now because you knew this you knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. You should have just let and did your own thing. That way you don't have to ever worry about Victor snatching something from you. And like then, he constantly does. And then here's the other side. I have a problem with Nick. Nick, you walked away from Newman because of this drama. You walked mm -hmm. away. You started New Hope. Even this past week when he was talking to Sharon, he said, you know, why would I want to go back to this nonsense when my life and free time and I'm happy and all this. And now you're going to go back. What is right? It's like, <laughs> are y'all trying to bring pain into your life? It's like, dude, you had it peaceful. Yep. You working with your son, you helping people with housing and stuff like that. That's what you did with your money. And then you decide to go right back into that whole corporate world with your crazy sister and your controlling father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know I mean yeah. that doesn't change you know what I'm saying I mean you walked away for a reason kind of like how they say exes are exes for a reason, for a reason. you left that whole relationship in the office for a reason yeah girl I can't mm -mm. I, I, you know um, Nick you a fool and Adam you fool for listening to Sally because you knew better you knew right. You second-guessed yourself and let this girl talk you into somebody who haven't been around your family less than a year, and you've been knowing the most of half of your life. Right. You know how they operate. So, mm -hmm. like you said, at this point, I'm an Adam fan. I'm still an Adam fan, but I'm looking at him like, well, this is on you, boo. Exactly. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Exactly. All right. I think that's everything for. Do you have a quick moment for the um, bold? Yeah. Oh, what, but we didn't. We still oh, we got to talk. We got Phyllis and say it again. Phyllis and Diane. Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. Go ahead. Um. Okay. So, you know that I feel like Phyllis is doing too much. She mm -hmm. basically shot herself in the foot with Jack because mm -hmm. of the way she was acting about Diane being back in town. Mm -hmm. Instead of just carrying on with her life with Jack, 
she decided she had to to do the grandstanding about their relationship and try to rub it in Diane's face and try to make her jealous, mm-hmm. which caused her to lose Jack. But we also can't act like Diane is not also being um, deceiving. She she is doing the I think I said this before where she's doing the thing where you know in sports when somebody pinches their opponent like in football or something like that they pinch their opponent and the ref only sees the reaction from that pinch so it just looks like you're being the crazy person um you're the one that that started the fight because they didn't see what you did they only see what that other person did because they're being loud and they're drawing the attention that's exactly what diane is doing with phyllis because she's not all she's not all up um on the up and up she's not there just for kyle you can clearly see this week that she also wants Jack back. In in my opinion, she's doing kind of what Dylan or um, Deacon did on the Bolton and Beautiful, where it started out where he wanted to um, improve his relationship with Hope, mm-hmm. and then slowly he kept talking about how wonderful a person Brooke was and how he, you know loves her and would do anything for her blah 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 diane is going down that same path where it started out where all she cared about was making sure that she rebuilt her relationship with kyle and this week you see that it's more than just that she wants to get back in good with jack too and if you're if your concern is your son you shouldn't care about what jack is doing that shouldn't even be on the radar right now because you have a, a relationship to fix with your child you shouldn't be thinking about um starting a another trying to start up a romance with his dad you know what i mean mm-hmm. your focus should be kyle so she she's being a little sneaky and sly about it only thing and, is, oh, go ahead then i'll let you finish go ahead uh, oh uh, and i was i was just gonna say and the other thing i don't agree with is I feel like they are making Phyllis feel as if her and Diane need to be friends. So when Diane showed up to the hotel talking about she wanted to get her little spa treatment or whatever, she she did that on purpose. She did it to get under Phyllis's skin. And, and for her to say, well, if you don't serve me, then I guess your truth was, was fake. No, it's not. Me and you don't have to be friends. I don't have to want you in my place of business because we have a bad history so regardless of whether or not we have a truce it doesn't mean that you and I have to to talk and that we have to interact with each other it doesn't mean that you have to be in my space because you still we still have a history where you did some horrible things to me I'll be civil with you I'm not going to start drama with you I'm not going to you know maybe go and have the little blow-ups that she's been having or she shouldn't be doing that but it doesn't mean that you can come in here and we can sit and talk and act like we're best friends. And I feel like that's what Kyle and Summer want. And I don't think that's fair to expect that of Phyllis. Well, the thing is, Phyllis signed up for it. She the one put it on the table. She did it in the name of Summer. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you truly don't want to be involved, then just say, hey, you stay on your side of town. I stay on my side of town. Will be cordial, but that's it. But she was the one that came. Her and Summer is the one that put that whole truth thing together. So I, I guess 
I looked at the truce as I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm not going to badmouth you to Kyle and Jack. I'm not going to, um, I don't know. I'm not going to try to start drama with you like, you know, Phyllis wants to do. And she's probably still going to try to do it. It doesn't, to me, a truce doesn't mean you can come and get my, and be in my face and act like you and I are best friends. Like that has nothing to do with, with us basically um, smashing the, the drama that we currently have. This is just me saying, I'm going to drop I didn't tell you that you and I were going to be friends. Gotcha. And for her to think that, to me, for her to think that, Diane knows that that's not the case. She's using it as a way to say, see, Phyllis doesn't really want to be my friend, even though she said we have a truce. And it's like, uh, no, that's not that's not what this means. But she's using it against Phyllis now because it's basically if Phyllis doesn't do what Diane wants her to do and Diane goes running back to Kyle and Jack and saying Phyllis was mean to me, Phyllis wouldn't, you know, let me come to her hotel. She's using that as ammunition to make it seem as if Phyllis is mistreating her, which I think Phyllis has every right to say uh, no, I don't want you in here because we have a, a terrible history. I don't trust you in my hotel or whatever the case. So um, I guess on my side of the fence with this thing is Phyllis is, in, is she has to be in the one in control of her own reactions, her actions, mm-hmm. whether she choose to remain indifferent because here's the thing, they're going to cross paths. That hotel is a public place. It could be a day where Phyllis is off and she still decides to come in there and Phyllis happened to go to the whole hotel room and run into her on the way there. Now, if she banned her from put into an actual ban that you cannot come into this hotel, then that's fine. But the problem with that is that's that's not going to sit right with Summer because they are the one that put that whole truce in place knows it's fake she's only doing it to save face with her daughter this has nothing to do with kyle and it has nothing to do with diane she's doing this specifically for summer and uh diane knows she's being fake and the thing is her actions with her poking the bear because that's exactly what diane is doing she finds ways to poke the bear but the opposite of love is indifference so if she, you take the high road, walk away, you know what? I'm not going to feed into your mess. Have a good day, Diane. All of that, you take that power away from Diane. The more that, that Phyllis continues to get into arguments with her and confrontations, not walking away, trying to stand her, all of this, she's only empowering Diane. And usually she ends up getting caught up because her emotional state of mind in that moment, she's not thinking straight and she either lashes out. She say mm-hmm. crazy things like what happened at the hotel. Yeah, I used him and I enjoyed it to stick it in your face. She got caught up in the park. Once again, when that girl started talking and you know, she's trying to trigger you, you know, this, you mm-hmm. need to walk away. If I'm around somebody that I notice on purpose, trying to push my for conversation, but because they are trying to get a rise out of me, which is mo- what most toxic people do, mm-hmm. don't entertain it. 
And so Phyllis has to take control of her emotions. Amanda has told her that on several occasions. If Diane and, and the way she's acting out and her erratic behavior every time the name comes up, both her and Nikki need to go talk to somebody. Seriously. Because all this is going to do, because even though, because remember, uh, Phyllis also tried to poke the bear with Diane with these little snide comments. But because Diane... Because Diane wants to remain in composure, she does just that. She has mm. to do the exact same thing. Yeah. And the thing I don't is, Phyllis does it. Huh? I was saying, yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. She definitely does need to control her emotions. She has to. The more she acts out, the more that she reacts, her, her responses, her loud screaming matches. Diane is looking at her just laughing in her face because you giving her the power. Somebody mm -hmm. needs to pull, pull her look I know this girl piss you off but it only hurts and it's a disservice to you when you keep reacting to her. You know she does this to you. This is not a new person in your life. You know what she does. Walk away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know but she yeah. don't so she end up shooting herself in the foot. Yep, she does every time. Yeah, I mean, Diane can do the worst. She can do the most. The thing is, is like that whole, like you say in basketball, when a person like a Draymond Green or a, who is another person that reacts and somebody taps him or do something. You know the ref ain't going to mm -hmm. change the call. You already mm -hmm. know that. Even with you screaming and yelling and you end up with a technical foul because you did something crazy, you have to be in control of your reaction. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, they were wrong for doing what they... Diane is absolutely wrong with what she's doing. But don't give her no more added power because eventually they're going to see through her. Because even Jack said, oh, I saw her pushing your buttons. He saw it. But it was her reaction to it. She should have took. I think that would have scored more brownie points with saw Phyllis saying, you know what? I know what you're trying to do. And I'm just going to disengage this conversation. You have a good day. I think that would have set, uh, set well better with Jack seeing that than to see mm -hmm. her screaming and lashing out, even though he knew that Diane was pushing her buttons. But you know what I don't like about that? Because mm -hmm. not only does it but summer does it too is they tell phyllis to take the high road and it's like why why are you guys only telling phyllis to take the high road and nobody is saying anything to diane that's a good question they only call phyllis out. yeah they call phyllis out but nobody calls diane out yeah the only thing i can think of is that the writers are trying you're gonna see a lot more of that they're mm -hmm. really trying to redeem this character to make her livable to watch. That's what they're trying to do. So if they just always called her out and she came back as a super villain and stuff like that, it's like, why'd you bring her back? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, especially they paid her big money to come back. <laughs> mm -hmm. How they gonna have this play out? Because like you say, somebody needs to pull her coattails and say, the next time I see you pushing Phyllis's buttons, we got a problem. 
you cannot try to play the nice role and then want to expose her. But we also saw what you're doing. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. So I wonder how far it's going to go. Like, I wonder if it's going to go to the point where she ends up getting in between Kyle and Summer as well. And and then by the time Kyle figures out his mom is playing games, it's too late or something. Well, here's the crazy thing. That's why when we talk about the writers always pushing storylines ahead, that girl mm-hmm. only been back in town less than a nanosecond, and she already got a job to go in Marchetti. Did you hear me? No. Okay, we're back. Even though it might have felt like two seconds, we had some <laughs> technical difficulties. So, yeah, but like I was saying, I, I agree with you on that. Somebody need to pull Diane's coattail and say, hey, we see you. We see what you're doing. It'll happen eventually. Oh, yeah, of course. Of you, but you know what I wouldn't mind seeing is her and Ashlyn getting together now that Ashlyn and Victoria are done. Well, according to the spoilers, he's on his way out. Oh, really? Yeah, what did I just see that at? I saw that where it says, yeah, the stage is set for the final chapter in the Ashlyn versus Newman battle. So I don't know how long that chapter is last. Is it two pages or is it 50? <laughs> so, I like action being around. I do too. I really do too. Um, oh, what did you think? And we forgot. I forgot to ask you about that. What do you think about the fact that Victoria asked him to do the expose on Ashlyn Locke on his Grinning Soul podcast? That's Victoria using Billy again, just like she always does. When she wants something from him, she's all nice and gets along with him and everything is all buddy-buddy. And then the, eventually she'll just discard him like she did the last time when she um, used the, what was it? Was it an article or something that she wanted Billy to write about yeah. Adam? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, the same thing gonna happen here. And he's well, gonna fall for it. Well, here's the thing. And you know, I tend to drop nuggets over here, so I don't wanna drop too many, but Lily is stupidly gonna agree to it. Lord. I was like, Lily should be pissed. Why would you yeah. even have that conversation? Why would you even entertain it? And then you got the nerve to bring this to me. I'm in a whole nother company. You want Chancellor. To use their resources to expose your ex and her drama. Right. No. He just man. needs to stay out of it. I'm like, Lily, come on. Yeah. I was not happy with that. I, I mean, she don't like Ashlyn Locke because of the whole line about cancer and Lily had cancer before. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, stop having your ex come over into our business. That's the problem. Right. And Billy can't help himself. It's almost like when, when Victoria came, I understand y'all got kids together, but your girlfriend is the CEO of Chancellor. You just tell him. She expected, because she went back and she told her family, oh yeah, of her father. Oh yeah, that's going to be an exposure. It's going to happen. And I'm like, oh, so you automatically, she automatically knew that that was going to take place because she knew Billy was probably going to talk Lily into it, which he did. Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. I was, mm, 
look out for that, you guys, on Monday. I'm going to, you know, throw that out there because I was just not happy about that at all. Mm-hmm. I, at all. And for those in Canada, you guys know what I'm talking about because you probably saw it yesterday. So, or, yeah, yesterday because their Monday is our, well, their Friday is our Monday. So, yeah, they're a day ahead of us. Anywho, um, yeah, with Diane, yeah, it's going to blow up in her face. And they just gave, and they rushed this whole thing along. She already got a job with working with them. Right. You know, she up, she got uh, Harrison walking around town by herself and mm-hmm. all up and through the, the Abbott house and mansion, just coming and going. Girl, they rushing that storyline story with her real quick. Yeah, they are. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that it's happening that fast. Not like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, all right. Especially, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, especially with her just being all up in the Abbott house. Like, to me, that was disrespectful to Jack, like, in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. That Kyle would just let her drop by or, you know, would just come up in the house with her. And it's like... Her and your dad don't have a, a good history. Mm-hmm. I, it's kind of rude of you to just bring her up in his house like that, knowing how he feels about her at the time. I think, you know, he softened up on her now. But in the very beginning, I thought it was kind of rude for him to just allow her to come over to the house. Well, that's the thing. Um, this whole thing with Jack taking the high road, which is Nikki is so pissed off about. And mm-hmm. she's pissed off at Michael about, you know, it's like you can't tell people how to feel about somebody. Um, mm-hmm. But Jack is also allowing this have to happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, if he was adamant to say, hey, you can have a relate," It's kind of like the whole thing with Hope and Deacon. You know, when mm-hmm. Deacon was all up in the house and Ridge was like, this man can't be roaming and strolling through here and, you know, and hope is like that's my daddy. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm and it's, it's the like, same. you don't live here. <laughs> you don't live <laughs> up in this house. Exactly, exactly. And I guess with he's trying so hard to stay neutral, which I agree in a child parent relationship. But mm-hmm. he should also set boundaries. It's like you know what, I have no problem with you getting to get reacquainted with your mom, but. Let us stay at the athletic club or something, and you guys build your relationship from there. Having her, and she is staying at the athletic club actually, but um, mm-hmm. but, she but she's just coming place. through like nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right, let's move over to the bold and beautiful. Unless you had anything else, did you have anything else for y'all? Mm-mm. Okay, so for the bold and beautiful for the week of July fourth. Finn flatlined, but Sheila used everything in her power to shock him back to life. He remembered what happened in the alley. He also realized he was alone with a crazy woman. Carter jilted Paris at the altar, and Taylor finally learned where she stood with Ridge. Which one do you want to hit first? Um, oh, by the way, how much more time you have left? Um, we're good. We can finish this. Okay. All right, go yeah. ahead. Um, let's do... Uh... To Taylor and Ridge, or Taylor Ridge and Brooke. Taylor getting back with Brooke, or sorry, Ridge getting back with Brooke. And I'm looking at Taylor like, what did you expect? Me too. <laughs> like what did the man you expect? Yeah, 
the man was still married and she even said it herself she was like well when when we found out what Sheila did I kind of expected this to happen mm-hmm. even if that hadn't been the case mm-hmm. they were still married exactly. like that literally just happened right before you got here or right after you got here so it wasn't like they had been previously separated before she came back into town mm-hmm. so yeah her it just her reaction just annoyed me because it was almost like she expected him to be with her but like we said there those two were married mm-hmm. it's not like he was a single man dating both of you he was a married man and they weren't even really in my opinion it wasn't even a real separation nope so I mean, I'm glad that's over, honestly, because I was tired of him going back and forth between the two of them. Yeah, I, yeah, and he comes over to talk to him. But see, this is where him and Liam always do this mess when they break up with somebody. I always love you. I always protect mm-hmm. you. It's like, look, dude, stop with the mixed messages. Right. You know where you're going. You know where you're going to be. And then we heard Taylor somehow, but I was trying to protect you from Brooke. He was still married to that to that girl, right? <laughs> what what was you gonna do? Go down there and say get a protective order against Brooke from his wife? No. Yeah, I mean it's just stupid. I don't even know why the writers even went down this road when you knew you were gonna put Ridge and Brooke back together. What was the exactly. purpose of New Year's Eve, Christmas? Yeah, New Year's Eve when that whole kiss happened. Girl, yeah, that yeah, that's that's what annoys me is that we knew how this was going to end. Everybody knew <laughs> that they were going to put them back together. So this whole, all the drama was pointless. However, I do see that. So like from the different social media posts, you see that they mm-hmm. go to um, Monaco mm-hmm. film, mm-hmm. and it's just Taylor or Krista Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, Thorsten K, uh, Jacqueline Guinnesswood, and Tanner Novlin that are there mm-hmm. for filming. So okay. I wonder if that means that the four of them, like the whole Paris um, thing when he goes to Paris to get Steffi, I wonder if that means the two of them are also going to Paris or if they just happen to be there because of the other event that was going on in Monaco. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not sure, but I did see clips of, you know, where this was all going to end because obviously I'm wondering how they're going to do because Finn is going to get out of that room, which is, again, stupid writing because you got somebody who's been in a coma who flat and then you're going to get up and fly out to Monaco. It's like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) You are you going to go to the hospital to make sure that you're good at least or something? I don't know. We. We have to wait and see how this all play out. But knowing how bold it is, it's like, yeah, I don't trust the writing on this whole transition of back to Steffi. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I just wonder if they, if they, they put Ridge and Brooke back together mm-hmm. for now. So I just wonder if something is going to change when they all go to Paris because Brooke isn't going to be there. Well, here's the other thing. There's rumors going around that Taylor might either end up with Jack mm-hmm. or end up with uh, Deacon. Deacon. 
Yeah, I've seen those. those you know, so, I, I mean, they got to give us somebody. I mean, it's one thing to have her around there supporting Steffi, but, uh, of course, Finn is coming back. So, she got, well, you, you got to move out, sister girl, or move upstairs or get your own place or something because right. her family <laughs> is now back together. So, I mean, you're going to live with Thomas? I mean, come on. That's a grown man. He don't even have a place. He's still looking for housing. So. Right. I mean, they got to give her something, whether it's Deacon or Lee. Now, I mean, Jack. So what do you think? Do you think she should be with Jack or do you think they should put her with Deacon? I think Jack makes more sense. Okay. Okay. Just because Deacon is like the man isn't stable as far as how he supports himself. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, he's working at, and that is the same critique that I had when people were talking about, some people were saying that they need to put him and Brooke back together. And it's like, this woman is a multimillionaire, maybe billionaire at um, a worldwide house. Mm-hmm. She, what is, what is it going to look like her dating a man that's a bartender? You know what I mean? Sleeping at yeah. a bar. Like that that don't add up. What does what does Jack do anyway? Cuz I know Lee was a, you know, his wife was a, a doctor. So what does he do? I thought Jack was also in the medical field cuz I thought that was how he met Sheila. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have been sworn. off the, you know, off the grid for a while. I could have sworn he met Sheila at the hospital cuz he was okay. also a doctor. Or because he's a doctor and she was a nurse or something. I could be okay. wrong. Well, maybe that's what it is. Um, I mean, in that case, she would probably match better on screen chemistry with I don't even see any chemistry between her and Deacon. I just can't see it. Yeah, me neither. Now they because Jack is new on the scene, they maybe can create something for her and and him, you know. So mm-hmm. I think I would prefer that better. Same. Yeah, so. But yeah, in regards, I'm glad that whole thing. Just put Ridge back over there. They do this every year. At first, Brooke kissed Bill, and then he was running around with Shauna. They got (laughs) back together. Then she kissed Deacon on New Year's Eve last year, or this year. And now they broke up, and he ran to Taylor's and was kissing and laying all up in her bed with her. Now he's back with with Brooke. And it's like... Mm -hmm. Just leave them there. After a while, it gets old, okay? Yeah, it's the same mess they, like you said, same mess they did with Hope, Liam, and Steffi. Well, I'm they glad make... that... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just going to say they make it seem like uh, Liam is going to... Liam and Hope are going to break up and he goes on goes on over there to, to Steffi mm-hmm. and they either have sex or kiss or something like that and then he ends up right back over there with Hope. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like I'm glad that they did not get rid of Tanner Noblin because that keeps that whole thing in place. Now, will Steffi and him stay together forever? Probably not. So, who knows? They're going to eventually... Bowl is notorious for that. Look at what we got now after Quinn and Eric been together. He back with Donna. So, more than likely somewhere down the line, is Hope going to end up with Finn? Or whatever else. I mean, it would be nice for them to keep this in place for a while. You know? Yeah, they do. 
Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be <laughs> long term. Give it a year or so. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do you think about this whole situation with Carter and Paris at the altar? Um, uh, as much as I, as much as Paris was annoying, mm-hmm. I like how Carter went about this whole thing because he basically used Paris. He used her to try to get over his feeling or to hide his feelings. I ain't going to say he tried to get over them. He used Paris to hide his feelings for Quinn and then dumped her at the altar. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Paris is annoying. Um, I don't like how she did Zenday. Um, but I think what Carter did was even was just as dirty. Like, that was wrong because he, he used her feelings against her, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't like how that whole thing played out. I don't know. A lot of people are looking at this whole thing as karma because she treated Zenday so wrong. Um, she did. She absolutely did. I, you that's know, why I don't feel that bad for her. I just mm-hmm. think what he did was dirty, too. Yeah, I mean, they both screwed up. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you in one breath tell Zenday, no, I'm not ready to settle down. I don't want to be engaged. I'm single. I need some. I got my whole life ahead of me, and I want to focus on my career. And then the moment, even after Carter broke up with you, he decided in less than a week or two, I want to marry you. No dating, no engaged, nothing. And you like, yeah, let's do it. You jump at it, yeah. And I'm like, girl, please, you you should know something stank with this. Right. You know, I mean, because you, you played Zenday to the left, got where you, and then she lied about the whole situation, telling, um, oh, I just want to get to know, uh, when she talked to Zenday, I just want to get to know uh, Carter. And, you know, not telling Zenday, you already slept with the dude twice. Yeah, she she absolutely was wrong for that because she wasn't honest. It, had she been straight up honest about her feelings with Zenday? Had she said, you know what, I didn't think I was ready for a relationship. I didn't think I was ready for marriage, but something just happened between me and Carter. Um, and my feelings have changed because of him, because I feel something different for him or something like that. Had she mm-hmm. been straight up honest with him, with Zenday about that? I would have respected that because she's just being honest about her feelings. Right. Yeah, she definitely lied to Zenday about how she felt about Carter. And I think she lied to Zenday about how she felt about him. I think she just didn't want to tell Zenday, I'm not interested in you anymore. And instead of, instead of being honest about that, she just said, I'm not ready for a relationship. Right. And that's how she got out of the relationship that she had with him. Now, here's where I have an issue with Zenday is that right off, and I granted he wants to console her, but she, she treated you like crap, dude. Zenday been stupid that whole relationship. That whole relationship. <laughs> she dished you several times to hang out at Steffi's because she had feelings for Finn. Mm-hmm. You move. He asked her to move in with him when she didn't have a place to stay, but you chose to move in with Thomas. Right. And then you had him right, you know, where y'all can build a relationship. I mean, she canceled dates on this guy, all types of stuff. And then when it's all said and done and the dust settles, Zenday is right there wiping up her tears at that little welcome home party Brooke had for Ridge. 
I'm like, dude, no. Yeah. <laughs> and she just smiling like, I'm like, oh, now you want to be around it. Right. Because you know that, you know, pretty much like you said uh, with Carter, Carter, you know you have feelings for Quinn. Y'all should have just, even though y'all, they tried to respect the marriage, especially on Quinn's side, Carter should not got engaged with this girl. He should have said, you know what? It's a lot going on right now. I got to sort out my feelings and see what happened. Yeah. And he didn't do that. You talking about, oh, I just need to get married and I need to have kids and I want a family. Uh, mm, uh, I don't know if Quinn can do that for you, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking like I wonder if they're going to go down the road of maybe adopting or if the writers are going to be ridiculous wait until like I don't know Quinn and Carter get married and then Mm -hmm. after they get married a few months after Carter starts talking about wanting a family and that's what breaks them up yeah I mean because I mean why it gotta be doggone 30 years old close Mm -hmm. to it right so mm-hmm. for him to be talking about, I need to move on. I need to settle down and have a family. You, I, I don't know if Quinn can do that for you. Now right. there are external ways of doing things. You know, IVF, adoption, surrogacy, whatever. If y'all trying to do that, so I don't want to minimize that because I know we have a lot of people that listen and have do, went through those things to have a child. But in the literal sense of the soaps. I mean, if that, who knows? They might have her pop pregnant. Could you imagine if they did that? Yeah, that, I mean, that'd be a different, a different story. I don't think I, I don't recall that one happening. <laughs> yeah, because Rena Sofer is fifty-one or fifty-two years old. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I would assume that she's playing her actual close around her age on the show, especially when mm-hmm. she was married to Eric. So, yeah, I don't, that whole, that gotta be a writer's flaw. It's like, you wrote that man to say that. And it's like, um, yeah, I don't know if that's going to be possible. Yeah. So, anywho, um, but yeah, that was crazy. Now, we still can't forget about this whole thing with Donna and and Eric. And he's, she's sitting on his lap. They just happy Mm -hmm. and everything. Dude, you still married. Both of y'all. I don't have anything to say about that whole situation. <laughs> but that whole fact, the, the Logans in general are just annoying to me. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> say that online, too. I, I rolled my eyes at that scene. Everybody sitting around all happy and just, ugh. I, Donna gets on my last nerve with this whole situation. Just, you don't. I, I, I just don't. You know, I don't care for her and I don't. I barely, I can barely stand Katie either. I guess the, I could, I expect that from Donna. I expect that from Brooke. And my issue is Hope. Hope is supposed to be this moralistic person. And yeah. if this was in her case, she would have had a fit. But because mm-hmm. it's her aunt, it's like, well, I guess I can... You love, it seemed like you two love each other and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really, Hope? Right. Right. Because you were the one walking around on your high moral ground 
about a lot of different things, even though some things you morally went against yourself. Yeah. But um, I don't I don't expect anything different from Brooke. She's ecstatic about that. Number one, because of course it's Eric. You still there? Oh, okay. I'm and and number two, the other issue is the situation with the fact that now Quinn is out of the picture. Yeah. So you know Brooke is happy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So yeah, I mean, if you want to move on from that, we can. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I mean, there's really nothing else to say about it. Donna got what she wanted. Brooke got what she wanted. Eric got what he wanted. And they're all living their little happy, happy little lives, happy little perfect lives now. That yeah, Donna got her job back too. That was the other thing. Yeah, she did. Oh Lord. Okay. Um, let's <laughs> talk about yeah, Sheila and Finn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not too much to say except the fact that he woke up and remembered everything. Yeah. And, you know, she tried to convince him that she was the savior. Yeah, I saw that coming. As soon as he as soon as he woke up, I knew she was going to tell him that she was the one that saved his life. Which technically that last uh the the last time he flatlined, she did. Mm-hmm. But it was by default because Lee is not there. <laughs> now, do you think Lee is gone? You so anytime you don't see a body in the soaps, mm-hmm. that person is it's always a possibility that that person is still alive. So I'm thinking that it's possible that Lee is still alive. Okay, she's just hiding because, um, because of Sheila. Gotcha. Yeah, so, I think that you know. Because nobody found a body, no car, no nothing. So she could have probably swam her way out of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But all that is probably because we got a transition from him leaving. He's going to get away. Yeah. But does she look at caught? Does she, what happens with her? Yeah. I I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about that too. Like, is she going to, is she just going to be on the run? Or are the police actually going to catch her? Because she's still, even though Finn isn't dead, I mean, she still has to be held liable for, excuse me, shooting him and shooting Steffi. Mm -hmm. May not be as detrimental as it once was before because, you know, she was in jail for murder and attempted murder. Now it's just, you know, it was, it's just attempted on both, on both sides, but I don't know because you can't continue to have her character around if she's just going to be sitting in jail. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like she's probably just going to go on the run. I don't think the police are going to catch her immediately. Yeah. I, I just, I like she, I like the characters just for the drama. Yeah, and that's why I wish that this isn't how the drama went down. I wish it would have been some something else that happened that wasn't illegal. Mm-hmm. Something that maybe would have, you know, putting her put her on Finn's bad side, mm-hmm. but not something that would have gotten her arrested and right. like her facing serious jail time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, I you know, where because like you said, even though she might be off the hook for murder because Finn is still alive, she's still on the hook for attempted murder because of Steffi. Yeah. And now escaping jail. And escaping jail. And if they find if just say Lee is gone, she's mm-hmm. also now have a new murder on her hand. I don't know if they I don't know I don't know if they could put that one on her I mean yeah she was chasing after her but I mean unless Sheila was the one that bumped her car because there's one example see and that's where these writers have to keep up with what they're writing okay because in one scene she said "I, I made a mistake and I hit her in the back of her car I didn't I was trying to stop her the other thing yeah. she went and turned around and said in a different scene a week or so later is that I was just chasing her and wasn't my fault. So the people are like, well, which one is it? Because there was one week where everybody was like, oh my gosh, she kills me. She got more blood on her hands. She pushed that girl into the river. And then mm-hmm. they turned around and had her say something totally different. Yeah, it was crazy because I had to rewind it and rewind it and look at the and I'm like, why am I doing this? This is just a soap. But, <laughs> you know, because people was, I was wondering where they got that from and where they got it from is because she actually said it. And then Uh-oh, they come okay. around and changed it and say, well, I was just chasing her. I didn't, her, you know, she slid into the river. And I'm like, hold up. You just said a couple weeks ago that you hit her. <laughs> so who was she talking to when she said that or did she say it to herself who is she talking to oh my was god talking, I'm trying to remember. I guess it could have only been Mike unless she was just saying it to, to herself talking to Finn yeah it was one of the two it was one of the two which caused a stir because <laughs> I had originally thought she had you know her car had imploded and she fell and you know went in on her own people was like oh no she was said blah 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 and i'm like well wait a minute let me check mm-hmm. and then she came back this past week talking about it wasn't my fault she slid in the river i was chasing her i'm like come on writer yeah come on quit playing so anywho i want to see how they're going to transition this whole thing <clears throat> where when he leaves, is he going to the hospital? Is he going to the family? Is he going to the police? Is he going to, is she, Sheila going to get caught? Is she going to disappear? I guess we'll have to wait and see for that. But they better do a better job on this. Yeah, for sure. To make it I, interesting. Yeah. I feel like he would probably go to the house first. Yeah, but could you imagine? You got people thinking you dead. I mean, of mm-hmm. course, uh, what's her name? Uh, Taylor is going to be happy, but she's also going to be shocked. and Because right. you don't know the full story because he only know the story that Sheila gave him. Because Sheila didn't yeah. tell him that Lee is in the river somewhere. Yeah, I was wondering. And he hasn't asked about her either, has he? I don't remember him asking about Lee. I think he's only said Steffi's name so far, asking where she was at. Yeah, because he's got to wonder who put him up in here, but she made it look like the hospital left you for dead, and I took care of you. I'm like, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
So all that's got to come out. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Everything else on this show is boring to me. Um, I'm not feeling, I mean, Carter and Quinn, okay, fine. You Most, you know, they they were hot in the moment. They now here. It is what it is. Where do you two go from here? He's still the COO. She's a designer. So I guess that could work out. Um, Donna's back at the job. Is she going to be working as a receptionist? And are they going to get married? I really am not interested in that. Not at all. Not Um, at all. (laughs) Ridge and, yeah, Ridge and Brooke being back together. Want, want. Okay, that's been done umpteen times. So no big deal there. So the only other storyline that really is going to be interesting is the Sheila fan trying to get back to Steffi thing. Yeah. Yep. I think that's what everybody's waiting to see. Yeah, nobody care about everything else. All that other stuff, (laughs) whatever. I will say, you know, like I said last week, congrats to John McCook for getting an Emmy. Mm -hmm. And Michelle Morgan on The Young and the Restless for getting an Emmy. So Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. And that was their first time ever getting uh, an Emmy. Uh, She actually made history, though, because she was the first Mm -hmm. black woman who ever won in that category. So Yeah. Um, and then for John McCook, this was his first one ever. And he's been in the soaps for the past, <laughs> what, 40 years? Yeah, that's surprising. I didn't yeah. realize first time getting one. Yeah, that's what he said. It's his first ever. So, I mean, he probably got one as being, you know, the best soap winning. I think Bo maybe got it for yeah. the best soap, but not individually. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. So... All right, girl, let's go ahead. And I'm, I appreciate I appreciate you so much for stepping in. I know it was last minute. So yeah, I know you got a lot of stuff going on down in Qatar. <laughs> Are you still in Qatar? I am. Yep. Oh, okay. Still- gotcha. Gotcha. Is it hot? Three, four months. It's, it is hot. Yeah. It's, it's been extremely humid the last few days, too, which is it makes it very uncomfortable because you step outside and you just feel gross and sticky. Do you have to work outside? Oh no, I work in an office. Oh, okay, Thanks. cool. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. So I, I couldn't imagine being in the heat, girl. That's crazy. You got what? Four more months? You said? Mm-mm, three. Yeah, this is July. You come out in October. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Girl, that that time is flying, ain't it? I know. Those first three months went pretty quick. I know, right? Okay, so what you got for our uh, flip the script this week? Um, I'd say for the young and the restless, like we said earlier when we were talking about Phyllis and Diane, mm-hmm. I, w- I would would have wanted Phyllis to, instead of allowing Diane to push her buttons when she came to the hotel mm-hmm. or like a, a massage or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I would have wanted Phyllis to just either say, okay, we'll set you up, blah, blah, go go have a seat, somebody will come out and get you and just leave it at that instead of mm-hmm. continuing to engage with Diane. Or if she really didn't want her, be, want her there, tell her to get out. If mm-hmm. Diane continued to argue with her, simply call the police. Yeah. Tell the police, I don't want this person in my establishment. Um, we have a bad history. She's not allowed here. 
please remove her and did not continue to communicate with Diane at all because that's exactly what Diane wants is for Phyllis to um to basically lose her mind every time she walks in a room yep you are absolutely correct um and then for bold Hello? I guess she didn't really grovel. You kind of spaced out there, girl. I didn't hear you. Which I guess she didn't mm-hmm. really grovel. showed her emotions to him that she was hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish she would have held it together and was just like, all right, you made your choice. And just let it go. Instead of mm-hmm. letting you know how much she was hurt. Gotcha. Okay. So my flip the script for um, the young and the restless. I would say because there's a lot that went on. Um, if I needed to change anything, um, like I think I kind of said it earlier, and you kind of touched on it in yours, is the indifference. Mm-hmm. Phyllis got to get a hold of herself. When you know that this girl is pushing your buttons, indifference. Mm-hmm. Don't let her get you out of your square. You know, I mean, the thing is, is that you give her that power anytime you react, and then you're the one to get caught up. So take the high road when you know she's trying to push the buttons and start this, that, and the third walk away or like you said in the case you don't want her to have a remove if she don't want to leave I'm not going to argue with you I totally agree with what you said girl mm-hmm. um, on the flip side with the bold and the beautiful um, yeah my thing is the moment that I, I guess my I would have started earlier with this um when it came to Taylor, Taylor should have left him alone a long time ago. She shouldn't have gotten involved with him. Right. You know, the fact of him being still married, you know, it was a kiss. They didn't sleep together. And you found that the moment she found out that um, that Diane, that uh, Sheila Carter was behind that whole throwing her off her sobriety thing, you knew that you were on borrowed time with Rich. Because he was going to take that accountability away from Deacon because he hates Sheila more. So mm-hmm. that's where he should have, she should have just cut ties. Like, you know what? Hey, this is a whole different scenario. I think at this point we need to focus on this and not us because I know where you're going with this, but she didn't. She kept thinking that, you know, she was going to be able to win this situation when she was already, one foot out the door anyway because they were still married. So if I was her, I would have had her leave him a long time ago. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I got. All right, girl. I appreciate you. It was a good one. I enjoyed this as usual. Same, same. Me too. Yeah. And I know you guys enjoyed the treat, especially our OGs. Who've been with us since 2019. Girl, can you believe we didn't have this podcast for three years? I know. It doesn't seem like that long. Three, well, actually, three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We are on 
uh, year three, episode 20, number six, 26. So, wow. yeah. So I appreciate you for sticking around and starting this thing off with me. We appreciate Trish for filling in when she can as well, since you've been on deployment. And all of the newbies, the OGs, all of you guys, I appreciate all of you for every week. I see the numbers. I see the analytics. You guys are supporting us each and every week, even more. The numbers are going up, girl. So I can't wait till you get back. Hopefully all three of us will maybe be able to get on here every week after everything settles down with what you got going on. So Yeah, I look forward to that. All right. So um, look forward to the week of July 11th through the, what is that, the 15th. And Mm -hmm. um, I will be doing spoilers on the YouTube channel. They came out, you guys came out in droves on the bold and on the young and the restless spoiler for last weekend. So check out, um, check out CBS soap dish recap on YouTube, because that's where the spoilers are all of them for the upcoming week. So I appreciate all of you guys that are coming over there as well to support the channel. So until then, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. And thanks again, Keisha. No problem. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.